DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Amanda. And I have goddamn rats. Rats in my goddamn house. You've been playing well, too much in... Plague Tale. It's true, dude. Um, and luckily, they're not those rats, dude. Those rats chew through cities. These ones just chew through garbage bags. Um, but uh, yeah, we're here to scratching going on. And it's in the like in the attic. They're not in the house. They we have two cats, so they don't they don't dare trespass. Um, because uh, yeah, we got some gangster cats. But um, yeah, we we cleared out the whole garage. We uh, tore up the uh, studio, man. It was you know, I'm not a nostalgic guy, but you know, I almost shed half a tear. Uh, I got misty. I got misty. You know, Dude, we've been podcasting a lot of time in that studio. Dude, a lot of laughs, a lot of la- more laughs than anything else. You know, it is a very small space, and I'm always amazed that we squeezed four people in there for hours. That's impressive. Every week, yeah, yeah, I man. Being I know. So shocked the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. oh, most people you are. Yeah, when so you much see, bigger. yeah, <laughs> when you actually see outside of the uh, what the camera sees, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty small. But no, I uh, I totally understand what you're saying, man. Like shutting down my computer this week, my old computer was for um, the last time. Yeah, for the last time, I was like, wow, dude, end of an era here. Uh, I had the exact same feeling. Plus, you know, on top of that, we're moving out of the studio, going remote now. But yeah, it's been crazy. It feels like a lot of things are changing. You know, it was shutting down the old computer for the last time, and it, there was a moment when I did that where I was like. Why am I doing this? There's nothing wrong with this computer. This thing was fine. It's the best computer I've ever had, honestly. And I attribute that to not overclocking it. This is probably the first computer that I never overclocked. And it just lasted so much longer. I had hardly any problems with it. It was just a tank. I just put it through everything. Um, so I, I did have that moment just for just for a bit where I was like, maybe I made the wrong decision here. I shouldn't have built this new computer. Of course, that completely changed once I booted up the new computer. And I was yeah. like, whoa, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. definitely made a right decision. What was I thinking? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the new computer, I'm on it right now. It is finally all together. It took a while. It was a process. Um, I, I made the same mistake that I did last time. Well, a similar mistake. I had a problem with RAM this time. I had to return my RAM. So my last computer, I bought like super fast RAM. And it's just my motherboard couldn't clock it to the right speed. So I ended up returning it. On this one, what I did is I bought two RAM kits uh, that were, when you buy a RAM kit, they're paired with each other. They're supposed to go together. And I want to get 64 gigs of RAM. So I thought it's cheaper if I get two pairs of 32 gig kits. Um, however, they can't reach the correct speeds when you that. RAM these days, they come typically with something called an XMP profile. I think there's something else. We're going to get into a little tech talk here. But um, it, it's like overclocking made easy. It's like this RAM is designed to run at these speeds with these timings at this voltage. And it does it all for you in the motherboard. You just go into the BIOS and you say XMP profile, number one, click, and it's all done for you, which is incredible because I remember back in the days um, trying to overclock RAM. There's like a million settings. All the timings that you have to adjust, getting the megahertz just right, getting the uh, the voltage, getting enough that you need, but not too much to damage your RAM. It was a nightmare. Um, so that didn't work on, on the RAM. So I had to return it, and then I just bought a kit of two sticks, 
64 okay. gigs, 32 and 32, and mm -hmm. it worked fine. So yeah, because they're yeah, they can talk to each other. Yeah, and they the were designed to, to yeah. So I, I should more pricey that. that way though, right? I guess. You know, it ended up being like 15 bucks more. I, I don't know why I was like being cheap about it, especially considering everything else that I spent on this computer. Yeah. Um, yeah, we get, we definitely have a new Bobby in because uh, we talked about slowly about the TV that was uh, in in the podcast room. I was like, do you need it? Because like it might be better than your fucking fifteen year old TV. You're like, Psh, I'm getting a new TV. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> dude! I think you did win the lottery. I don't need your pleasure, oh, man. Stuff. Hey, you got to enjoy life, man. I, I've got a coworker who's extremely sick right now and, and very close to retirement. I'm just like, dude. That sucks. Like to work all your life that hard because she's a very yeah. hard worker, and then to get this sick like right at the end. So I'm just like, whatever, man. You know, yeah, enjoy. I can tell you how much I see that. That happens so much, especially in the medical field, and that goes across so many fields. These people work so hard their whole life, and then they retire, and within a year or two of retiring, they're gone or they're incredibly sick, and it's, it's just stress. like it's the stress. It is. Stress kills, and so does toxicity. Stress and toxicity, they kill, man. So you know what? Buy that new PC. Get that shit. Get that Get shit it. that makes you happy. Get I'm going to buy a new TV and poo-poo on Emilio's handouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, – I'll die within a year of uh, retirement just because I'm going to be partying and fucking whatever on the top of a mountain doing a bunch of drugs. Uh, the, I'm a millennial, you so – You can't last very long. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. a pipe dream for millennials. <laughs> but, you know, on top of my new computer, we've also got a lot of other new equipment coming in. So by next week, Emilio, you should have a new mic, new webcam. I'll have my I new just mic. ordered it right now. Yep, just yep. ordered it. Um, my new mic, I should have that. Well, the, the old mic, but my new USB audio interface, I should be sounding a lot better. Um, so hopefully things are going to be looking and sounding much better by next week. Yeah. Hey. Video games? Let's talk about some That's video right. games. Oh, before we do, though, we have two new patrons this month, or this week. Uh, Pyronical and Kegs. Thanks, man. Uh, Pyronical, Thanks I so saw much, He saw how much uh, Tegloro had donated over the years. He's like, you've inspired me. I'm just going to follow suit. And then he pledged right then. So that was really cool. Perfect. So, yeah. We hope Thank we you, got Kegs, a lot of things well. in the works for DLG Con this summer. Yeah. Um, I, we'll talk about that later. We we should get into the games, but I did want to say, in case you were thinking, you know, they got rid of the studio, maybe they're on their way out. It's quite the opposite. We did this so that we would have more options, actually. So, mm. yeah. uh, this is not a sign of uh, degeneration, but um, expenditure. It, it uh, needed to happen eventually. It's going to be a lot more flexible. We're going to be able to have new people on the podcast. We're going to have a lot more things that we could pass. So. Things are looking good. Yeah. But I mean, also talking about great things, you know, when they get pinged on that radar, this is uh, on the radar, which are games that have come to our attention. Um, I'm going to, I think I'll start it off with uh, the gangs of Sherwood. You know, if you want your, you, you got your gangs, you got your homie, you know, and you want to, you want to play, this isn't hood warfare. This is gangs of Sherwood. So this is a Robin hood kind of a world. It's a RPG it's mostly single player, but they also like to say that there is a co-op of up to four players, which is awesome. So you're going to play one of the Merry Men. 
and you are trying to free the people in this kind of futuristic dystopia that was incredibly inspired by Robin Hood. It's not out yet. It says it's coming soon. When that is, I don't exactly know, but um, you are, I mean, you can play as Robin or Marion or Friar Tuck or Little John, and these four heroes have unique, completely customizable styles and you're essentially just plundering and taking over things that way then you can give them to the poor which is great and I think that will be uh, super fun and so you're trying to improve your reputation by saving lives and have these different side quests and there's all these different kind of combat styles that you have with this and so this looks like it's incredibly fun that you can just uh, kind of meet up and go gang gang with your friend and gangs of Sherwood <laughs> looks good looks fun yeah. And no price on that pretty. yet. Coming soon. No price. Date. Yeah, but it does look like some cool, neat, almost like steampunk meets Robin Hood fantasy yeah. where you're just like fighting and it, it, the combat looks to be pretty solid with different combos and weapons. And I can already see there's all these bosses. I mean, I'm super excited to probably play Robin Hood and be more of an archer because that is a style of gameplay that I do really enjoy playing. Um, but yeah, it looks looks pretty cool. Speaking pretty of combos, neat. weapons, and bosses, my game has them all and more. Uh, Remnant Two, um, Remnant One. I was thinking about it. It's like probably in my top fifteen or twenty games of all time. So uh, for Remnant Two to come out, I'm highly looking forward to it if you haven't played it it's kind of like a mix of genre uh if you haven't played remnant just go buy it right now uh you can probably get it for like five or ten bucks when it's on sale it's a it has some souls like it uh souls like stuff but it's third person and it's a shooter like souls like third person shooter yeah that's what it is it's strange it's also online co-op so you can get you two other people to go in with you um the levels are randomly generated um not completely but you know um it's never the same twice which is good um the bosses and the character design is just insane just off the hook crazy stuff um beautiful completely different environments uh because you're going to different dimensions so you get there and you just kind of you start to fight the enemies and in some of the levels even though you're just shooting stuff and progressing too you can kind of see oh this world has like this going on for it like outside of the the enemy types it's like each one of them you could tell that they have history and there's books out there and you could read about them and they're all kind of fleshed out um, and you can build your character as you go. And then, as if I didn't like that game enough, they came out with a roguelike version. Uh, same within the game. I, it was a DLC that was free, I think. It was like a free LC. And then you and your friends can just play a third, uh, a, a co-op roguelike and just try to level up and, and build your character as you go. So much fun. Uh, me and JP Diddy, this is probably our number one games together of all time, I would say. Anyway, so part two is coming out. And um, the very, so it's on Steam. It has its, you know, its little video that it has. But uh, on the side of this, and it's not on here, is they're starting to release the video of the um, classes. And the first one that they released is the Gunslinger. And he is very, very much like the Gunslinger in like the Dark Tower, he seems like. 
you know, he has he has a revolver and he has a lot of quick time. Uh, I'm sorry, quick draw attacks and auto attacks and all kinds of stuff. Anyway, um, I am very excited about this. I won't say it's like a day one purchase, but uh, yeah, one of my more anticipated things, if not my most anticipated. That um that DLC that was more Souls like and stuff was that one? Uh, I mean, it was Remnant from the Ashes, but it was Subject twenty nine twenty three, right? I believe so. Was that paid? Okay. It might have yeah, been paid. You know what? Well, it was paid. Yeah, yeah it's like ten bucks. Uh, I was just double checking to see if this was a Game Pass game, but it looks like if it was Game Pass, it no longer is because yeah, all was you have the is the option to pay. Yeah, yeah. Because I played it when it's, it was. It's so much fun. Oh, you played it two days yeah yeah no i liked yeah. it it was actually good and i well not to say that it isn't i normally don't like those types of games because i don't like repeating a bunch of shit to not make a lot of progress yeah <laughs> is the way i look at it um but it's i certainly understand the people that do really like it um but there's some that kind of break that for me where i, I still really enjoy it and remnant was one of them uh and risk of rain 2 was another yeah because so. it's just nice you can do a run and you know, at the end of a long day and you just want to game a little bit, you do like a run and then you put it down, you know? And so that's, I think that there's a wonderful place for that. And Remnant does an awesome job with that too. Yeah. Yeah. And that DLC was $10. Yeah. Uh, what do you got, Bobby? I got a few things here. I'll start off with Sunhaven. So at first glance, this looks like a Stardew Valley rip, but they are saying it is set in a medieval time period and there is also a lot of, let's say, roguelike, not, not roguelike, but RPG elements to it. So it's a little more, less of a casual farming simulator and a little more of a medieval RPG or fantasy RPG. Um, and also, it is a player co-op, um, online mm. co-op too. So I thought that was really interesting, but when I started reading some of the reviews... Uh, some people were saying, you know what, the co-op is, it's not quite what they're advertising. You can uh, do like a boss together, but that's it. It's very limited, it sounded like. So um, that's a little disappointing. But uh, it does have pretty good reviews. And a lot of people are saying uh, it. it's like, um, it, it's not as much like Stardew Valley as most people would think. It's got those things you like in it, like the... Uh, the farming and uh, like uh, shopkeeping and the romancing the neighbors, but it's also got a lot of um, action and quests and things like that as well. So it's only 20 bucks too. It's on sale right now for 25. Now old Bobby would have scoffed at $20, but now <laughs> this is already bought. I'm guessing it's already in your, I don't know if someone wants to play this with me, maybe bucket. I, I did spend a lot of hours with Stardew Valley, and I feel like every time I go to another game that I think is going to be like it, I'm always a little disappointed. So I don't. This I enjoy the pixel art. The, I was gonna say, are we bringing back the DLG homework? And is this a new one? You set up to eight people. <laughs> oh man, no, we all got F's on DLG homework. Like nobody did. Yeah, we homework. did. Yeah, we all we failed. failed the class. <laughs> um. But I love, I enjoy the pixel art. It's very pretty. Yeah, I think my forty eighty can handle. <laughs> I'd hope so. Yeah. Oh my god, that thing is huge, dude! Camera. I didn't realize how big graphics cards have gotten. It's it's literally twice the size of my ten eighty. Like it's just enormous. 
It's like, did they really make technical advances, or did they just put two of two 1080s in there? I mean, there's all these jokes and these memes out there of like, you know, people taking pictures of HVAC systems and stuff and saying, oh, it's the new NVIDIA card. And like, yeah, that's funny, but like, it's actually kind of true. They're getting ridiculously big. Like, as big as the that case every is. Year. Yeah, every year it's they the get size. bigger. And I, I skipped four yeah. generations, but... Mm -hmm. um, so it's four times the size now. Yeah, four times. Well, I mean, it also is four times the uh, frames per second too, at least in Deep Rock. So I guess it adds up. Bobby, do you remember the old Voodoo card uh, commercials? Uh, oh, yeah. There was one that, there was one, it was funny. It was like, we built a processor that can pretty much calculate anything. And there's like kids eating like giant tomatoes and they're like, that they can save world hunger and then another kid is like flying on a magic carpet he's like but we're not going to use it to solve world problems we have it for graphics and then they put like doom 2 or doom 3 on there they're like you know with some like rock sound effects in the background <laughs> yeah i've got the commercial playing on the stream right now let me get a little audio in here this chip could help us heal across continents we could touch more lives People live longer than ever. And oh, give yeah. us all more time. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys can't hear it. But, yeah, it's it's doing exactly what you're saying. It starts off all sweet and sentimental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, like, oh, no. Yeah. It's pretty accurate, man. No, it just changed. Yeah. It's hilarious. All right. What else you guys got? Well, uh, yeah, I'll go as, uh, yeah. So this was brought to my attention by tag Loro. So thank you very much. Once again, if you guys want to suggest anything to go on the radar, you can go to our on the radar section in our discord and you can find our discord in dlgaming.net and tag Loro brought this one to my attention. Uh, it's Munchkin did digital, not Robert digital, not Bobby digital, not, cyber stud 69 digital it's munchkin digital <laughs> and this is essentially playing the game of munchkin but online um it came out on march 9th 2023 so pretty recent however munchkin is not a recent game it's a board game and it is 15 dollars. and so far it's coming out of the gate with 71 percent uh positive mostly positive reviews uh what i like about this is that it's um i feel like these kind of games are so great if learning the board game is kind of intimidating like i would always recommend people that want to learn magic the gathering in like a really kind of clear way and i mean correct me if i'm wrong emilio but i feel like magic the gathering arena is a good spot to start because it kind of shows you how to play what to be looking for a little bit of some strategies and i feel like munchkin digital is going to do the same for the board game of munchkin so i'm very interested in learning this and playing it i have munchkin i have the rick and morty munchkin um and i kind of personally have always just been like i don't really know how to play so i'm like looking forward to playing this oh. so that way then partly i can learn how to play the board <laughs> game and then it kind of goes hand in hand right and so it looks pretty good um and yeah i, I don't know you go through dungeon and kill everything you find you know you backstab your friends or you don't you work with them you get all the treasure kind of you know kind of just like the game I'm actually never played, uh, I've never played Munchkin. And everybody always says, you never played Munchkin? And then we don't play. I don't know why. It's just <laughs> Really? You didn't play it last DLG Con? Because that was nope. the first time I had ever played it. 
and it's mm -mm. pretty good. I guess it's one of these old uh, card tabletop games that's been around for a while. I had kind of, I had maybe heard of it, but um, it, it was introduced to me like, this is a classic, you got to check it out. And it, it is kind of difficult because there's a lot that can happen uh, and a lot that needs to be explained, but it's one of those games where it's just completely open and you do whatever on the card. So the, the cards kind of Is it PVE and PVP? Um, Sounds like um, I think I it's think just in a way it is. It, it, it well, is, you can yeah, because you're fighting your friends. So yeah. yeah, and you're kind of fighting your friends. Yeah, you're and you can team up or you can backstab your friends. Uh, you you fight monsters and you get loot, but you know you're you're also competing with your friends. So it's kind of PVE, PVP, PVP, VE. Yeah. Is what they call <laughs> that it. That sounds like some crazy porn, dude. <laughs> hey, um, PVP. <laughs> what was the board game that we played with Chi? That she said she played with her family and it was like and it was like it took hours and hours it was pretty cool though you remember you play your different classes and the first person to level up to top level wins you remember she brought it over and we tried playing it, it just takes forever we tried twice i don't remember, remember bobby I don't you remember. remember this ever happening it sounds familiar like it, it sounds hmm. like definitely something that we did but i don't yeah. remember what game that was wow this is the first time that i remember something bobby yeah. it could be a hallucination too i do a lot of drugs <laughs> or did a lot of drugs it could be <laughs> well yeah i'm glad to see they got munchkin in a, in a video game format so it's 15 bucks it's out right now you can grab that oh it just came out march 9th now, Bobby, uh, I see you have Pizza Tower here. Is that because you're just dying to add to your oh pizza God. photo collection? I know, right? That That's what it seems like. And I didn't want to bring this up, but I feel like I have to now. Because that's the thing. I, this kept on showing up on the Steam front page for me. It kept on showing up um, in my queue on Steam. And I was like, stop trying to push the pizza on me. You know, like Steam is probably aware that I have my pizza screenshot collection or something because, you know, the Internet just knows everything about you these days. And I thought like, ah, oh, they're just pandering. And if you look at the screenshots of this game, it doesn't look very good. Like it, it looks like just one of those cheap games that somebody was trying to make some money off of, like an asset flip. Um, but then I clicked on it and the reviews are overwhelmingly positive. And when you see the video of the game and you actually see it in motion, the graphics seem a little bit better. It's very 90s cartoon, very Ren and Stimpy or like Rocco's Modern Life. Um, and, and even the graphic art for this game just doesn't look good. It looks like something I'd see on itch.io, like somebody's first game. So I, I think I was turned off by a lot of things at first, but the reviews are solid. And after I did a little more research on it, it said that it is a... Wario Land, inspired by Wario Land, which is, um, I, I never played those games. I guess they were Game Boy games. Me either. But they're, they're platformers. They're very fast. They're, um, I, I don't know if they are, but this one is a score attack game. So you're just trying to get super high scores and it, it's a lot of action. Um, so it, it could be good. It is $20, which Oof. again, I saw that and I was like, wow, 20 bucks. I mean, this game looks like it should be two, but I don't know. People love it. The reviews are solid. I think there's at least 10,668 people that really liked Wario Land. Yeah. Because that's how many uh, positive reviews this has. Yeah, I, it must be. I mean, apparently, I, I've never even heard of those Wario Land games. So apparently, they were, they were pretty big and a lot of people liked them. And uh, this is. Why the, haven't they come back then? Why isn't Nintendo. This, 
Well, one of the reviews says so like this is you know th this is the game that Nintendo wouldn't make or something, and the fans uh, have to do it. So it it seems like one of those things. Yeah. This reminds me so much of like the way that it's playing. It it reminds me of like the Tasmanian Devil game that came out for Sega Genesis. Hmm. Oh like Taz and Escape from Mars. Like that's what this looks like to me. <laughs> like it definitely has a nineties look and, for sure. Yeah. 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 It's super Are you gonna try it, Bobby? Um, Are you I'm obligated? Like, dude, I don't know, man. Like I've got this new. You got two card. hours. I, you I got do. two hours, and you can return it. Yeah, but at the same time, and we'll talk to this more. Uh, we'll talk about this more when we get to the games that we played this week. But I've got this beast of a new computer, and I feel like I got to mm. put it to work. And uh, Pizza Tower is not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what am I doing here? Like I should be playing Cyberpunk or you know Battlefront Two or something like that. Looks amazing. Or Harry Potter. Um, Y'all yeah. play whatever you want to. It's a new PC, new you, new life. You play however you want, Bobby. <laughs> do what I want. Bobby, do you nice have thing about my... being an adult? No, we got to set up Steam Share again. We we got to do that again. Oh, because yeah, Returnal Returnal will push the pixels, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd like to check that game out. I got a lot of people yeah. saying how amazing that game is, even out, outside yeah. of the DLG. And uh, do you want my... mine? Do you want all the story? I know how much you love story games, and I have a lot of survival games. I know that's that's so your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I enjoy, a lot, I have a lot of games that I use from you, Days. Uh, well, yeah, I have a lot of VR games, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Atomic yeah. Heart, yeah, that'd be a good one. I don't know about um, giving all my personal info to the Russians. But, uh, yeah, Atomic Heart. All right, do we have any more for On the Radar? I do, um, oh. I think. Let me see. Um, yeah, the finals, I'm actually, I got two. So the finals, I'm very excited about had no idea what it was somebody uh who was it somebody put it on somebody on the radar uh put it on our discord sorry i didn't catch your name i, I link it um but okay so this is a first person uh three player team like deathmatch game and it's uh you're playing in uh a world where you, it's kind of like a game show. It's a TV game show, and it's like uh, watch these people kill each other kind of thing, you know? And um, it's the world you play in is completely full, fully destructible, and you can blow up anything. And I was watching some gameplay of it, and you can, like, blow up walls, and not only can you... But tech, this was like a technical achievement that I noticed. This is just one little thing. I don't know why I focused in on it, but it's like you can, they're not pre set up instances, kind of like um, Battlefield 3. I think it was a big thing where they said, oh, destructible world or whatever. But it was the same tower that fell every time and changed the map in that one way. Or there was like three different things that could happen. No, this is completely destructible. Wherever you throw a grenade, there's no more wall. And it's not the exact same explosion every single time. And then this person jumps and can actually clamber up on this ledge that he just made. So, like, that's a that's like a technical uh, achievement in in development because it's very hard to to do that in, when you're developing a game. I was really impressed by that. Uh, besides that, there's all kinds of crazy guns. It's it's like an over the top game. There's this like goo gun that's very like. Um, it's very like the platform gun in DRG, 
um, you can just kind of make these structures, but um, you can't shoot through them. So you can quickly just block up an area and do area denial. But of course, they can use an explosive and blow that up or blow up the walls around it and go around it that way. There's flamethrowers, there's grenades, there's flashbangs. There's, you can build your character like all these different kinds. There's light guys, medium guys, and heavy guys, which made, made me think of uh, tribes. Um, I, I'm kind of all over the place because I'm like out of nowhere. I'm like really into this. Uh, the only thing I don't like is that it's free to play. So it's really sub, you know, it, it's subject to scrutiny when you find out how they plan on making their money. Hopefully it's just, um, it's just cosmetics. Um, but it's probably not going to be just that it's probably going to also going to be weapons and stuff. Um, but uh, this looks so fucking sweet. I mean, think amazing. about think about it, and you can do it. Um, yeah, I'm watching Daisy's face as she's watching the video. It's so <laughs> I, I'm all in. I just fucking wish list this, and I will be watching this big time. It, it's it's like PUBG Apex Legends. Like the, the yeah, this, I think yep. this is gonna be awesome. Like this, and the graphics so cool. are great. A good shooter. The, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so oh, and then I went. There was a beta, like a. Uh, a pre-alpha beta or something like that and anyway i'm sorry a beta and um they put people that were on it made videos about it and they put it on so i watched straight uh gameplay with no fancy overlay or anything like that and it looks really good like this guy's like i'm having so much fun this is sweet yeah Uh, look into it it's called the finals finals uh release date is coming soon and you said it's free to play so, you know, I think it's very passe these days to make a pay-to-win game. So hopefully that's not the case, and I don't think it will be. Yeah, However, I don't think it will be. The other downside to free-to-play, well, downside for some people, um, is in order to increase their player base, they usually make the game not so graphically intense, and it doesn't really look that great um, because they want people to be able to play it on a toaster something you know right uh but this game actually does look really good like the, graphically it, it looks great and it's always nice in a game where you feel like you can do whatever you want and things aren't because games will try to trick you all the time they'll be like oh you can blow up anything but then you shoot something and then it falls a certain way and creates a, a very specific ladder and then you see that over and over again and you realize oh that's a scripted event you know it always yeah. happens that way and you kind of see through the matrix you know um not in this dude i was like i saw i watched 30 minutes of straight gameplay there's this point where they had done so much damage to this mall that the entire mall the 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 ceiling caved in and not again not a scripted event you could see where like and then they're just trying to crawl out of the rubble and still shooting each other it's fucking (laughs) mayhem dude uh, what were the events they had a stupid name for them um in battlefield Three or four, the one where yeah, three or four something yeah. would happen and it would change the map. So in one map there was a giant building, and if it took too much damage, it would crumble. Of course, it always crumbled the same exact way. Do you Another do you listen to fall. my reviews at all, Bobby? I just said the exact same words a two boy. minutes ago. I just said the exact same words. The same I said in Battlefield Three. There was a building, and it changed the level. Oh. And maybe not, man. I mean, I'm doing sniper's <laughs> job this week, so I am kind of preoccupied. <laughs> it's all right, dude. Um, all right. But, dude, as I'm, wa- I'm going to build it up some more because I'm, as I'm watching it, like uh, there was a light character, and 
they went invisible. And then the, the player's like, I know he's around here. He's around here somewhere. And then backstabbed him. And he's like, oh, shit. I just got spied from TF2. Because it was like, that's how it played out. He got another kill in that instance. But, like, you have that to worry about. So you, then there's flamethrowers. And, oh, man. It's got everything. I really hope they don't fuck up the pay model. I really hope. Because this yeah because if it turns pay to win and everybody's getting the best guns and like breaking it yeah, yeah then that's kind of tough but dude this looks awesome i feel like that just doesn't so happen cool. anymore because uh, you know yeah, I, I, that, I remember loadout remember that game like we we're all so yeah. excited about that and then within a week it was pay to win so within a week the game was just like oh it was so awful to play and then a month later it was dead yeah you know that's just so, so they don't have a long lifespan i think people realize that developers realize that um, but yeah, this looks good. You can request access for the beta or the play test on the Steam page. It's cool. Oh, and yep. the the Battlefield Three was called Evolution. That's mm. that's the, <laughs> sounds like a Battlefield Three yeah. thing to say. Yeah. I remember everybody was laughing at that. Um, and the last game I have is Wayfinder. This is from JP Diddy via our radar. Um, so this is a third-person character-based uh, MMO. So character-based, uh, as by them, is like, you know, they have your f- archetypes, your four archetypes. Oh, shit. Bobby, one more thing about <laughs> uh, about finals. There's a healing class, like a healing gun. So there is like a medic running around on one of the heavy guys. And I was like, oh, my God, it's TF2. All right. All right. Sorry, sorry. So anyway, uh, in Wayfinder, you have uh, the four archetypes and they're pre-set up characters. You can build them the way you want, but you have your heavy and you have your uh, damage DPS and you have your healer and whatnot. Um, There's a couple of really cool things about this game. Um, One is all the dungeons are randomly generated and you could almost build your own dungeon. So you can, um, there's like this thing where you like, uh, I would like to take this amount of difficulty and this amount of length of of dungeon and this amount of randomness or whatever, and then it'll fashion, you know, how long you want to play. So if you have you and a friend, you can be like two-player dungeon, one hour length, uh, this amount of difficulty. And so it, and it'll just build you the dungeon that you want. So you have this kind of like hub. And then... um. I believe one of the loot loot items that you can get are modifiers for dungeons. So you might be able to put like a rare boss into your dungeon. Does that make sense? Like into the mix of the potion that makes your dungeon or whatever. Um, But it is a character-based RPG MMO. So you'll unlock other characters as you go. So I, and it's also free to play. So I think that's how they're going to make their money, you know, by, you know, you just pay to get more characters. Hopefully, uh, you know, it's one of those things where the root characters are so good. You won't need to have like, if, if the base characters aren't able to do the end game, that's going to be unfortunate for this game. But if you need to get, if you need to buy or unlock these other characters in order to play end game content, that's going to be unfortunate for the game. So, again, mm-hmm. another game with um, good, good ideas looks good. Oh, it's also by Joe Mad. He, he he used to be a comic book artist, and he turned over to um, 
video games. He made Battle Chasers, the video game. Um, you'll start to recognize his art. Like he's a very, very good artist. Um, and he also did. There's a few other games, uh, but the people who did. Oh man, what's the free? What's the free to play? MMO that's been around forever. That's sci-fi, Bobby. Like it's in space. Same kind of thing where you like have your own little spaceship and then you select the level you want to go down to and you go and do the instance with your friends. It's been around forever, like 15 years. Uh, anyway, those people. So they know what they're doing as long as far as netcode and stuff. So uh, yeah, this Eve looks online. good too. No, oh, this yeah. you go down and you play a third person like hack and slash. Oh, uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Tenocon, what what is that? Yeah, uh, they have Tenocon. Is there's that's their convention for the game Warframe. Warframe, yes, yeah. So, yeah, uh, good, good, a lot of stuff. I had to like, good job on the radar, everybody, because uh, I'm I'm having to even weed out stuff. There's so much good stuff. There's sick, a lot of sick good pulls. stuff out there. Yeah. So thank you a lot for of that. Stuff coming. Let's talk about some games that we have been playing this week. I finally checked out Darkest Dungeon 2. Um, the game is not fully out yet, but there was a beta on Steam. You can get early access um, on uh, on Epic. And I I went into this very cautiously because Darkest Dungeon 1 is like one of my favorite games of all time. So it's got a lot to live up to. And I know they're trying a lot of new things with this game, um, but it's pretty good uh, so far from what I, from what I can tell. I, I think I'm going to like it. It feels very much like Oregon Trail, but with a lot more going, obviously, uh, a lot more going on than the first game. Like it was, it was a little overwhelming at first, and it, it took me a little while to kind of get comfortable in the game because there's a lot more. There's um, not necessarily new mechanics, but there's a lot more to manage in these uh first of all graphically i love the look of this game and i I loved it right off the bat when i first started seeing gameplay footage of it so if you remember the first darkest dungeon it had this very um it it had a very specific art style but it wasn't really animated when the characters would do an attack it would just be like one frame and then another frame um this game is not like that like these are moving characters these are characters in motion uh, that are like fully fully animated, and it's so weird to see c- kind of the same characters from the first game, but animated with more detail and with more fluid motion. It's like the whole thing just totally. It's like seeing Darkest Dungeon come to life. And God, this looks sick, dude. Yeah, and I I noticed that right away with the characters because there's a lot of the same characters from the last game. But then when I saw the monsters and like the enemies, I was like, wow, this looks fantastic. Um, so yeah, I love it visually. Uh, the idea with this game is you set off on a trail, you know, like just like Oregon trail and you go down this path and it's very much like a roguelike. You have the same characters. You don't have this whole group of characters that you pick up or that you pick from. You have just the same characters that you level up as you go along. And, um, you have encounters, battles, boss fights, all that type of stuff. So some of the new things that I noticed in in this, they still have the stress mechanic. So um, not only do you have to uh, not lose all your health, you also have to prevent yourself from your characters from getting their stress maxed out. Otherwise, they'll have really bad effects on them. 
Um, they've simplified it too. So it used to be like zero to a hundred. Um, now it's just one through 10 and things apply like one stress, maybe two. Like it's, um, they, they kind of simple, they crunch the numbers or what do they call that in WoW where they, they crunch the numbers like that. Like it, uh, it, it, it's a little simpler and I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's no need to have 500 hit points. Yeah, uh, at a certain point, it just or, becomes meaningless. So yeah, it does. I like it when they keep it simple. Me but too. What's new, though, is they, um, the characters have relationships with each other. So depending on the decisions that you make and the things that happen during your run, um, the characters will develop either positive or negative relationships that will give them positive or negative uh, boons. Um, what can happen, though, is even if... A, two characters have a good relationship. So the, let me give you an example. What happened to me in one of my runs is um, my plague doctor and my grave rob uh, developed, uh, or they reached a relationship status called amorous. And I, I didn't really know what that meant. And it didn't really like specify like, oh, they get like this kind of benefit or anything like that. But what happened during battle, if one of them would get hurt, the other one would like encourage them or say something supportive and it would reduce the stress or maybe heal them or something. But then one of my other characters tried to heal one of those characters mm. and the other guy got jealous and wouldn't let him. So I was like, hmm. all right, that kind of, it kind of screws with you. So there's all these different things that can happen between your characters now, which, uh, which is really cool. Um, but that's so that's not, petty. Yeah, that's not true love, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like you're really jealous because uh, you want the one team to go down because they hate it. Uh, listen, you, like, my, do you want someone healing your girlfriend? I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm cool with that. <laughs> do you want your if, girlfriend dying instead? Yeah, like, exactly. Fuck? Well, <laughs> if my know. girlfriend was bleeding on the floor, you could heal the fuck out of her. Heal her as hard as you can. Yeah. He, keep her alive. Yeah. <laughs> Staying alive. That's what they need. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> just, just a heel facial. Just oh it, my... it doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> Get it from the back, bro. That's the best way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and we're gonna All be right. canceled. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what else to say. Do you, about do you this have game to now. bend over before you heal her? Do you have to bend her over? I don't. I don't think that's part of healing. No, no, no. It's, that's how you do it. Oh my God. When does this game come out? I should look that up. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Darkest yeah. Dungeon yeah. release date. It is on my girlfriend's birthday. May eighth. <laughs> May eighth. Dude. No, it's go. not. Oh no. This is the. Re I'm looking at the release date for the uh, early access. Um, May 8th. Okay, so May 8th, yes. So yeah. we've got a few more months. The game, just like the first Darkest Dungeon, the game feels like it's ready to go. I'm guessing maybe the, the later um, the later levels are not done yet. I haven't, like, obviously beat the game or played through all the content yet. Uh, and there's a lot of it. So the, the roguelike aspect is, like, you go on a run, you're probably going to fail at some point, right? But then you, um, you obtain this currency that you can get, then spend to give yourself these global benefits or boons or, uh, you know, or, or you can unlock items that can now show up in the, the next upcoming run. So you slowly get stronger and stronger as you, as you progress, even though you may not succeed, uh, during your individual run. Um, hey Bobby, can, can a contentious, uh, relationship have a positive effect? Like, you know, I, I would think so. Two guys trying to outdo them, each other or something like that. 
Yeah, maybe. I mean, it, there's a lot that can happen with this, and it, it makes it almost kind of like a crapshoot and hard to strategize sometimes. But I haven't encountered that specific situation yet, but I, I see how that could happen. There must be yeah. something yeah. that would play out that way. Cool, um, man. I'm glad you played this. Yeah, it's it's looking good, man. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be great. I, I think I'm gonna like it at least. But uh, yeah, Darkest Dungeon two, May eighth. Now, something I can pretty much guarantee Days is gonna like is uh, Solasta, the Crown of the Magister. Did you play it, Days, or did we talk about this game? It's loaded up. Like I it's have it actually up. installed on because uh, it was on Xbox Game Pass, and I was like. Oh, I want to play that is so up my alley for sure like, i think it's as close eternal, like, yeah yeah it's close. as close to divinity 2 as you're gonna get right now i think um i so it's free on game pass i've had it downloaded forever and i was like fuck it let's just see so it is not like dnd it is dnd like because you know i i know quite a bit about dnd now um uh yeah all the abilities are dnd everything the dice rolls it's it's dnd um just just a video game version of it and um i'm really uh impressed by how well they were able to do this and kind of do it under the radar it's got like an 84 percent on steam um but I, I only played it for like three hours but um from what i played the combat was great um the you know to to take everything you can possibly do in D and D, and try to put it into a few buttons is a difficult thing to do. But uh, they pulled it off. Um, w- one thing I didn't like was that a lot of uh, some of the races and classes and the race class combos are behind the paywall, so you have to buy the DLC in order to to do that. So you almost feel like you're playing a demo at first. I mean, there's a good amount. I would say 60% of it is in there, but there's, you could see characters that are grayed out and you're like, oh, I really want to play that, but you can't. Um, well, also too, uh, they say for the, how long to be, it's 38 hours for just the main story. So if that mm. is a demo, that's a pretty beefcake demo. Right <laughs> no, there. it's definitely not. A game. It's a full game. Uh, they just want you to pay more to get, you know, the, yeah. and they, they package in the other races and classes with like, uh, a, some story. So, um, it'll have some extra levels for you to do, uh, but you could also go to the original game and play with those characters in that. Uh, but unfortunately, all the DLCs have pretty bad reviews, uh, except for one of them. So out of the four, I think one of them is good, and the other one is just like not very good. But besides that, uh, the game, you can pretty much, within the parameters of what you can purchase, you can build almost anything you want. Um, and it, like I said, they got the DND combat down. Uh, I made all my own characters. I'm happy with all of them. Have, having a good time raiding a, a a fort that got taken over by goblins. And yeah, I was like, "How is this game not talked about? Like this this is really good. Like an 84 is good for something. There's a lot of pitfalls when you're trying to do something like this. Uh, it's a technical achievement that they pulled it off. So yeah, uh, I can definitely recommend it, especially for free on. Uh, game pass awesome yep it's like 40 percent downloaded in my game pass i'm assuming that i started to download it and then realized my internet was absolute shit and i stopped so i will be downloading that tonight <laughs> cool oh, <laughs> if it's online i don't know if it's multiplayer probably not 
It is. Uh, it is. It says that it is online co-op, two to four people. So mm. if Tag Loro's listening, I want, yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and Emilio, you should join. And Or, oh, the DLG even could even play this. I just want to bring back the homework. <laughs> I liked <laughs> it. I, I was pro-homework. <laughs> it was the only time in my life I was pro-homework. Bobby's right, though. We did all fail, so I don't really know if we can retake that class again. <laughs> We'll have to look at the fine print, you know, <laughs> see how much that'll cost. Especially with family share. Like, it's so easy to have somebody play something that you want them to play off of your mm -hmm. account. Absolutely. Uh -huh. right. uh, well, speaking of something fun to play off of everybody's account, because this game is free. Uh, I tried with my brother playing this thing called Ge uh, GeoGuessr. And it's because at first he showed me this video, uh, you know, I'd driven all the way to Michigan for like a wedding with my family. And so I got to be reunited with like my whole family, which is super fun. Not fun for like playing a bunch of video games, but my brother and I did compete against each other to play this GeoGuessr game, which it's free. You get about five minutes of free gameplay every 15 minutes because, yeah, they do want you to do the pro thing. But you can do like a party or multiplayer. And basically what this game is, is it pulls up Google Street Map sections and you can kind of look around and you have to guess and pinpoint on the map where you're looking at. So it's kind of this like navigational game that is free but i also put in the show notes um this uh tim the Tatman reacts to like the world's best geoguesser and like they're some so of this good shit i've seen this insane yeah. he was just like there's like one thing where he's just like oh look and you can see a rift up there so i know it's gonna be he picked this bumfuck spot in like south korea and got it like nailed yeah. it and tim the Tatman's like how do you get from a rift to south korea yeah. <laughs> It's uh, so insane. They but can I tell from like the, the fauna. They'll be like, oh, this is this type of yeah. grass. So it's probably in the eastern hemisphere. It's like, what? All right, dude. Crazy. Well, watching this video, I thought that this game would be like insane hard, but it's kind of not. Like, it does make sense for a lot of the things. My brother and I did the multiplayer and we competed against each other to see how well we could do. And there's all these little clues that they kind of give you if you're looking. Like, there was one where I was looking around and I couldn't see anything. I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. And then I just saw on one sign, it said Cambodia. And I was like, fuck it, pick Cambodia. So I picked some random spot in Cambodia, nailed it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, all right. So this game is much more uh, playable and achievable than you think. And it's super fun, I think, for free. And also kind of a neat way to just like get Geography. a whole... Yeah, I was going to say like a whole slingshot of like kind of just seeing different you know places and what they would look like it's it's this is a fun game though i definitely recommend it especially for how free it is and it's just even just you know to like i said kind of amp up what you're looking at maybe you'll start picking up flora and fauna or like another language you know what i mean if you're playing it enough but either way it's still just pretty cool bobby you gonna give it a shot hmm. you would think but i did pretty good i beat my brother it was tokyo also, that i won on you've also been not insanely accurate they give you like a point system like if you nail it if you're dead on and like you hit it in like a 20 mile radius then you get like the max amount of points otherwise it's like kind of a tiered thing where you just accumulate points so it's super fun to play against other people because you don't need to be exact like you're kind of still getting points anyway but like how exact you are is pretty solid it's like the price is right you know like you, you're kind of in the range i'll give it to so you i realized yeah i know I, someone just mentioned this in chat i realized i had myself muted the last two things that i said so i apologize for that awesome um, but i think people can figure out from context I, I 
like I said, I'm trying to do Sniper's job this week. He's not here. So I'm muting myself so you don't see all, hear all my clicks and um, at the same time trying to <laughs> participate in the conversation. Uh, but yeah. We miss you, Sniper. Yeah, he'll be back <laughs> next come back. <laughs> he'll be back. All right. But I think that's it for On the Radar. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, highlights. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I, I, yeah. Amanda should have hosted. And you should have been high sniper. Um, I could have been Nick and lied about things all episode. Oh God, yeah, Nick could have really gotten away with it this episode with no sniper around to correct him. Uh, we do have one For subscription real? this week. Uh, Jeff subscribing for thirty-five months. Says if nothing else, he's consistent. Thanks, man. Damn. Thank you. We appreciate it, man. Right. And we do have a lot of listener questions this week. Um, good amount. One of them is for Sniper, though, so we'll have to hold off on that one. That's okay. We've got plenty. Of- uh, before we do that, anything we should plug? Should we talk about DLGCon, which is coming up? Sort yeah, of? absolutely. So uh, we, I still have a poll going on. I'm going to keep that poll up for about another week. We are getting uh, some responses in so far about like where you know, uh, people would be interested in doing DLG con 5.0, our fifth year anniversary of this and, uh, kind of when so far, it seems that it's leaning towards October in San Diego for DLG con. If you don't like that, please go to the poll and put in your vote to kind of change that or make a difference. Or, um, just please like enter any information you want into the poll like i have on here like what is kind of your max budget for a room and if there's anything that you want to see and that kind of stuff just really helps me to try and make dlg con as great for the community and everybody that's showing up there as possible and so i uh, definitely really appreciated all of those that have responded to this poll and hopefully you know if you're interested in going that you will respond to this poll you can find it in the dl gaming or sorry well dlgaming.net you'd go to discord and then in discord you can find it in dlgcon planning i have it pinned uh so if you hit the pin little button up at the top then you will see it it's like the only thing that's on there which is this poll and so for the next um episode uh we're going to shut it down and that's where the results will be that's what we're going to pull from and i'm going to work from there with that but i think dlg con this year is going to be pretty amazing since it's going to be full circle there's a lot of people from the first year that have already talked about planning i going and elotion's close and i'm just we were just talking to like warco about trying to get there warconius so like it would be a really phenomenal and wonderful time and uh, so uh you know i think we're going to be able to um you know I know Emilio requested this, so I feel like I can say this, but this year improving, I do feel like we are going to be getting some bigger dicks. So that's just for you, Emilio. <laughs> All he right, put awesome. that in the poll that he wanted it. So I can't wait. You're going to get it, buddy. Bigger dicks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to get bigger than Texan dicks, that's going to be impressive. Everything's bigger in Texas, I guess. But <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be pretty great. But like I said, it's not official yet. Uh, that both the date and where uh, the poll is still very much active. So please, uh, you know, submit your your input and your idea on what you would like to see because I will be polling from that and more to come. All right. Thanks for doing all the work, Dave. You are a champ. Absolutely. Well, it's fun. I I love the community and like coming together and like DLG con every year, you know, I travel a lot. I definitely like to do a lot of fun things, but DLG con still always is like the most fun. And I think it's the most fun for everybody going as well. And 
if you think you're like an awkward introvert, <laughs> it's like, like half the people there are, man. It's like it, it, this, you're amongst your people. Like it's all just video game PC players and we end up playing board games. And by the last day, everybody's definitely out of their shell and having a fantastic game. It's, it's a good thing, man. It's a good time. Always a good time. Gonna be our fifth year doing it, and it's gonna be right around the tenth uh, year anniversary of uh, DLG in general. So, yes, sir. Huge full circle one. This one is yeah. not one to miss. All right. Well, let's get to these listener questions here. Uh, first one comes from Furion. Says, "Who would win in a fight? A squad of stormtroopers known for not being able to hit anything, or a squad of red-shirted ensigns? 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 Ensigns?" Known for dying immediately in any situation. For sure, the stormtroopers would win. I think it's the stormtroopers, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not Um, that bad of a shot, right? uh, Yeah, and they have armor. Well, and even if they were that bad of a shot, I mean, the red shirt, the red, oh, God, the red shirts, (laughs) the red, like, they would just, they're going to die. Like, they die immediately in any situation. So they probably would trip and kill themselves in the stormtroopers. I think we could figure this out in uh, Ultimate Epic Battle Simulator. There's probably, they they probably have those. Uh, Speaking of that, uh, the mods, uh, there were almost there. They're like, uh, people, I think you can build your units and do some there's some modding you can do now but you uh, there's not fully playable mods that you can download yet but uh, i would say within a couple months uh that'll be out and that's when those games explode that's when you get you know cuberts versus whatever french fries or whatever um stormtroopers versus red shirted yeah exactly um so <laughs> uh but storm stormtroopers have hard plastic armor not much, but at least it's not polyester. You know, that's all the red shirts have. So that's the way I look at it. Yep. All right. Zap's got some questions. He asks, what's your favorite worst game? A game that you know is bad, but love it. Call of Duty. It's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Yeah. Which Pretty one? bad, but I don't Any give specific a fuck. One? I love it. Mm. Not exactly. No, I guess most of them. It's the whole franchise. You know, it's the whole franchise. Yeah, because yeah. I did. I did really love Modern Warfare Two and Modern Warfare, and even Black Ops Four was garbage, but I liked it. <laughs> so, I I kind of feel the same way about Battlefront Two. I, I would say that's the the game that I know is bad, but I I just like it looks pretty and it's just like mindless shooting and. It's, it was designed to just extract money from kids with access to their parents' accounts, but um, they, they got rid of that part, so now it just kind of feels weird the way that you unlock content. It, there's so many things wrong with the game, and I spent so much time railing on it, but then also praying. That's my, my pick for sure. Um, I don't know if it's considered a bad game, but it was definitely... It didn't get its just due. Uh, Mad Max. I really enjoyed Mad Max a ton. Um, I think it got 70s or something like that. And I think it's a hidden gem personally, or at least it was for the time. Maybe now it wouldn't be so good. But I remember coming to the podcast and like having really cool stories of unscripted events happening. I remember particularly uh, they had, um, there was a lot of little people in this game because I don't know. In the apocalypse, I guess there's a lot of little people. And so the bad guys, you know, mutants and shit. And then they would put a little person in a crane 
and he would be like a lookout. He would be like hanging from this like lookout, like it'd be like a it was like a sex wing and he would hang in it and then he had binoculars or a sniper rifle or something so you have to watch out for him but anyway that got crisscrossed with us with a sandstorm and this poor little guy <laughs> was just fucking whipping around <laughs> he could he, there was the physics of both things were like i don't know if they were intended to go into each other but there's he turned into a little tornado and he obviously couldn't say anything so i fucking snuck in while he was whipping around and he's like yelling you could hear his little voice god it was so fucking funny i couldn't stop laughing um uh, but that was just one of the many things uh that you could do with that 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 game um you're leveling up was tied to your car you're leveling up your car the car's getting better and you can't do a lot without your car the vast distances you have to travel and stuff like that so um you know anytime you got a new ability it would be a car ability um and so that's how you would gain access to other player uh, places and stuff you could be able to jump higher or get a grappling hook i love that game it was so good i think people like that game i don't think it just you know we're used to the uh, this always happening. A, a movie comes out, it's really popular, so they just make a video game to capitalize on it. And we're used to those games not being very good or being pretty cookie cutter, I guess. Um, but I do remember a lot of people saying the same thing that you did, that this one was actually kind of good in its own right. And then a lot of people said, no, it's uh, actually that's just like the popular type of game is just these open world adventure games and so now, instead of the hack and slash action games. So I, I don't know. I played a little bit of it. It, it seemed all right, but I... I guess not enough to keep me going. Yeah. All right. We we already kind of answered this question, but Cricket Soldier asks, Remnant 2, the sequel to Remnant from the Ashes, has been revealing bits of information about the game. Is this type of game, Dark Souls with guns, interesting to you? Extremely yeah. much so. Yep. I think so. I think everybody really liked the first Remnant game and uh, and the DLC. Yeah. Did you skip two questions? Probably? I was going to, well, we skipped Pyronical about uh, oh. Sniper because he's oh. not here. But yeah, you yeah. did skip Zaps about the superhero. Okay. And um, back to that one. Zap says, is there a superhero you think could you could beat in a fight? Who is it and how would you do? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to fight Green Lantern. It'd be easy. Knock your fucking lantern out, bitch. Throw it over a bridge. Gone. What's his superpower? <laughs> He's got a ring or something? His superpower is that he, like, created a ring from, like, a, a... Well, he crafted a magic ring that gave him a whole bunch of different powers, but it had to be charged every 24 hours by touching it to the lantern. So, yeah, I'm just going to fucking break your lantern, dude. Okay. Easy. <laughs> Seems but, like a pretty big weakness. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you make a character in the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of superheroes where it's just like, really? You know, like Hawkeye. He's, he's good with a bow and arrow. I feel like Incredible. a gun counters that. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, uh, I think it would... <laughs> I, I know a lot more characters than most people, especially through Marvel Snap. Like, I, I'm seeing all these super obscure characters. Anyway, there's this little alien-looking guy. He's, like, three feet tall. His name is Leech. He can take away superpowers from uh, other super people, right? I don't have any. I would just walk up to him and kick him right in the nuts and kill him. Yeah, that would be the end of that. Look at that. Oh, but maybe he'd take away your brute strength, dude. That uh, you <laughs> he's know, still Neanderthal strength. So you go to kick him, and it's just like <laughs> beep. <laughs> it does nothing. 
Bobby, what do you got? I already gave my answer, man. I'd, I'd shoot Hawkeye with a gun. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a fucking bone arrow? No, I don't think so, man. Yeah, it's so. like bringing a knife to a gunfight, too. The 13th century? Great. No. <laughs> uh, okay, last question is from MGamer54. What are your top five PC games based on the number of hours you play? Are there any common themes? He says four out of the five of my most played games are all Total War games. So what I did is I looked everybody up here. I linked our account so we can take a look at, at this. Um, we'll start off with Sniper since he's not here. Um, and I feel like I feel like Sniper um, would similar be in a similar situation where a lot of his games are strategy or possibly even Total War games. Yeah. Anybody got any predictions here? Yeah, they're all going to be city builders or some. He he has a god complex, dude. He just likes to tell (laughs) peons what to do, you know. And then here we are, all fucking doing whatever he does. He wants on the podcast, dude. Yeah. Very strange. Okay. Okay, both. (laughs) Both of them. Well, I realized that I can only view these if I'm logged into my account, so that's not going to work. So I may just have to read. So I'll, I can do mine. I mine pulled up. I, yeah, but yeah, it, won't, it, it won't show on the screen. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, I can share my screen. Um, not really, but uh, it not it would take a little bit of time. So okay, it's all right. We don't need to okay. worry about it. I will just uh, uh, I'll I'll read what I got here. Actually, it's, uh, okay. Technical difficulties, but. All right. His first, his most played game is Sid Meier's Civ Five, followed by Insurgency Stan, uh, Sandstorm, Stellaris, Total War, Medieval Two, and Europa Universalis Four. No surprises there at all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh well, I guess Sandstorm. I, I mean, I knew that he used to play that a lot, but that doesn't. Oh, he fit played the that mold. a ton, dude. He wouldn't shut up yeah. about that game. Yeah, I'm not surprised. No, I know, but it doesn't feel the. It doesn't fit the mold it, it, of yeah, what he usually plays. It is kind of weird that he got so into that game. Yeah, I definitely have some themes. So I have two first-person shooters. I have Team Fortress Classic, and I have um, PUBG Battlegrounds. Um, man, PUBG was so big. I was fucking obsessed with that game. It was so good. Um, I was never very good at it, but um, still, I had a couple of wins, solo wins. I was very happy with that. Um Binding of Isaac is my number one, and Hades is my number five. So they're both roguelikes, so there's that. And then in the middle of all this, I have Elder Scrolls Legends, which is a card combat game, kind of like Magic the Gathering. But I think it has so many hours, because that's the kind of game where you could get up and just walk away and just leave it running all the time. And I think I would, because 377 hours seems like a lot. I did play a lot. And then right after that, just just so people know, number six is Skyrim. Because I'm, but I probably spent equal amount of time modding Skyrim than I actually played it. Yeah, and with Skyrim, that's a tricky one too because it could. There's multiple versions of that on Steam, so your hours may be split. I don't know if you played a newer version or. So no, I never played the the extreme edition or whatever it's called. Okay, enhanced edition. That that is. I made my own enhanced edition, Bobby. It just took half my life to do it. Like a true PC gamer. Okay, (laughs) I got this working now, so we can actually take a look. Um, So let's take a look at Nick. He's not here. 
Warhammer. Oh, yeah, guesses Warhammer, before Warhammer, I put this Warhammer, one. Warhammer, <laughs> Warhammer, okay. Warhammer. No. Number one. It would be Tarkov for probably both of us if they was, you know, if they were linked with Steam, looking at the hours. Just as I said that, this doesn't want to look. So <laughs> I, I think maybe this account is not friends with, with him, so that's okay. Uh, you, you are correct. Number one is Warhammer 2. So... Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Total War Warhammer 2. No surprise there, right? Yep. All right. Number two, PUBG Battlegrounds. Not really yep. surprised. And Ark Survival Evolved, which I think that sounds right. To, I, I, I yeah. think I remember him talking yes. a lot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We bond yeah. over how much we both love Ark. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then Counter-Strike. Um, I didn't know he was really that into Counter-Strike, but he's got 440 hours. Yeah, he's nope. like a recovering toxic uh, first-person player. You know, hmm. he grew up on the internet, man. Yeah, so we both are. Yeah, we're both in recovery. I think. <laughs> <laughs> and then his last one is Daisy. So uh, no big surprises there, I guess. Counter Strike was kind of surprising. Not really. Hmm. All right, and then the last one we got here. Is... Um, oh no, we got we got more. We got to look at days. Um, yeah. I think we all know what this is going to be, right? Number one. Yeah. What's your guess? Well, <laughs> I I already know, but I didn't. I, I don't need to guess. It's Ark Survival Evolved, obviously. <laughs> yes. And then on top of that, we've got Dark and Light. Yeah. What's that? Game? What is that? Dark and light is um, so. Uh, my running theme is absolutely survival crafting games. Mm. <laughs> my out of three out of five of them are all surviving craft or a uh, craft, whatever. Uh, Ark, dark and light, and Valheim. But dark and light was um, say was. I don't really know if it's that active anymore. It looks like it's still going. Oh wow, it's super cheap now. It's like eighteen bucks, but. It essentially is like a huge sandbox survival RPG again with crafting where it's a lot like Ark, but it's like the fantasy side of it. So like Ark was all dinosaurs and Dark Mm -hmm. and Light was all fantasy. So like you would be a wizard or a witch and like create spells and like capture dire wolves, which you can have dire wolves in Ark, but you could have more of these fantasy creatures in Dark and Light. Whereas, like I said, Ark is way more of like a dinosaur based kind of uh, creatures, but both same concept. You can capture um, animals and breed them and use them and stuff like that. And it's the same in Dark and Light, but it's way more like well, the reviews are and... not good. Yeah, they're no, not they're good. Not. And it's still an early accident. When did you play this, Stace? a long fucking time ago this is the game guys that brought me to you (laughs) dark and light this is funny enough we never played (laughs) i know right and you know what's funny too is like so like i was introduced to this podcast from socom and like when i first played dark and light the first person i met in the game was socom and i'll never forget it because i had built this i wanted to build a beautiful little like log cabin on a waterfall right by town and i was like oh i'm gonna meet all the new people it'll be fun in this fantasy game and there's this like metal box in the distance just like hiding and i was like whoever the fuck that is is like way too good and all of a sudden i'm like i spent hours like building this like uh archery like lookout tower to protect my base because it was a p it was a pvp 
server. So I was like, I need to protect myself. And I build all this stuff. And all of a sudden I see this dude in like full metal armor. I'm wearing like a fucking loincloth. Like that's the <laughs> level of like, we're against each other. Right. And so I automatically am just like super intimidated. Got my like hairs up on end and being like, what the fuck is this guy coming at my base? And so I just see him like creeping around. And the first thing I said to SOCOM is I was like, who the fuck are you? Get away from my base. <laughs> I had an arrow. I had a shitty little arrow pointed at him. <laughs> like and he just instantly was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, this is like the weak point. And then we became such good friends. But he wanted me to keep popping in like your guys' Discord for us to play this game. Dark and Light. Ah. We played hours and hours. And then. That's when I started meeting and listening to everybody. And yeah, so Dark and Light, the game that you guys have no fucking idea is what brought me to DLG. <laughs> wow. How many hours uh, do you have logged? 260. Damn. I loved this game. This game was fun. I had a blast. But then, yeah, Valheim and I've got Divinity Original Sin 2 on there, of course. And PUBG as well. Everybody's getting hit by PUBG. So you, you, and like Nick, I said, you and Nick have two of the same top five games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick and I are kind of similar with stuff for sure. And then, like I said, I mean, if Tarkov was on here and logged through Steam, like Tar you'd be seeing Tarkov up there for both of us as well. And um, Elder Scrolls Online, I bought way before it got like put onto Steam. And so I don't have any of my hours from Elder Scrolls Online logged on here, which would absolutely like be higher than most of these. Arc though, Arc is where it belongs. <laughs> it's number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, what's like your that. hours in that? Days? 800 yeah okay so just to shut everybody up i think uh my binding of isaac rebirth <laughs> is 1020 hours and team fortress 2 is 950 and Damn. uh if you start playing team fortress it'll show you how much you play each character and my engineer is like i don't know 60 percent of this like 600 hours of engineer same with me in the yeah. medic, although I do have a lot of hours on the pyro. Yeah. But Bo like, uh, Bobby never sees my engineer play because that's what I play when I'm by myself. Well, engineer is hard to play because everybody wants to play that class, and a lot of servers mm -hmm. will limit it to like maybe two people, and the slots get pretty quickly. So yeah. it's, it's actually pretty hard. I, I was an engineer main in Team Fortress, the original, um, but when yeah. I went over to TF2, I could just never get that, that slot. So. Mm. Yeah, playing medic which nobody wanted. yeah which is what you do in most of your online shooters right games in general i just I, i'm a slot filler just take whatever whatever nobody yeah. else wants to play you're multi-talented you can pop in anywhere That's yeah. all, it is. all right my top five no surprises here deep rock galactic team fortress 2 <laughs> number two yeah um, deep fortress 2 number two it is the <laughs> second one second most hours Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Left for Dead 2, a lot of hours in that game. Darkest Dungeon, of course, and Stardew Valley. Damn, dude. I wasn't expecting Stardew Valley. Yeah, because, you, you know, you talk about it favorably, but, like, you know, when you do reviews, it's very hard to tell that you like something because mm -hmm. you always talk about only what's bad about it. So it was like, I didn't know you put in that many hours. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. It was a year and a half or two years ago. I put in a ton of hours into that game when I finally, um, and I did everything in it. Like I just completely saturated the content. I did everything. Um, but Stardew Valley was a game that I always liked, but I was like, eh, I got to go back to that game. And I never did. And then just one day I just plowed right through. So yeah, that Man. one's way up there. I'm surprised it just barely beat out Killing Floor 2. So, yeah, it's up hmm. there. 
cool. Uh, Is that a show? That's a, that's a wrap. What's everyone playing next week? That's a great question. I kind of want to play Celasta. Yeah. You're going to like it. Um, you know, it's not divinity, but what can be. But there's a lot of voice acting in it. And like I, uh, like I said, uh, how are people not talking about this? Or Yeah, it was, it was a shock to me. That's not bigger than it is. Um, I mean, right now I'm looking at Return on Hogwarts, and I really want to play both of them. So mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to because Days is constantly playing it all the time. No, I was just going to say, you saying that reminded me like, yeah. ooh, yeah, I haven't even beaten it. I'm close, but yeah. that was and, actually you know my number six. It's your number six. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, that's barely six. out of the top five, and that game is... Yeah been around like for what like a month or something and it's already that far so saying that's what happens though when a pretty big game that i'm super excited about happens when i'm in between jobs though man i feel Mm -hmm. like i'm back in like high school on summer break and (laughs) all i can do is wake up and play games all day long that's why valheim's up there same thing um i want to play something uh that looks good and um can really tax my graphics card i I keep thinking I'm going to check out Cyberpunk, but I'm like, I don't, I really, I'm going to look at it for five minutes and be like, okay, that looks pretty. And then uninstall it. And it's not worth installing like a hundred for that game. Do you Um, own it, Bob? Hogwarts, dude. Do I own Cyber? I don't think I do. I've bought copies of that game for other people, but no, I don't own it myself. I must've played Mm -hmm. it off of your account. Well, that's two reasons to get our family share back on. Yeah, we definitely got to get that set up again. We can do that right now, right after the show. Okay. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe Hogwarts, maybe, um, uh, there was something else I was thinking about too. I, I forgot about, but, uh, something um, that looks inscription. Pretty. You still owe me an inscription. Um, oh yeah. Inscription. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to commit to that. You, you'll hear about inscription next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, speaking for myself, Amanda and Bobby, um, inscription. I did this one already. Battlefront tits to right in front of me. I don't know, man. Star Wars tits. What are they? Sammy tits. Sammy is. Sammy is. She's gonna flash my time. Yes. Viewers. Viewers. <laughs> 